Have you ever noticed kind of like a funky smell, like a sewage smell around the park at all? Yeah, it comes from the canal and it gets worse when you go up higher and at low tide. A little bit of a smell sometimes over near the water when we're in the water. Has that smell ever sort of put you off or made you maybe not want to go down to the park? Um, not really. I just try and go past that quickly and get down to the nice part of the park. Yeah, actually, yeah, I walk in a different direction to get away from the canal, which is a shame because it's a pretty canal, so it's sad when it smells really bad. Do you walk through this area often? Yes, I do. Um, have you ever noticed a sewage smell or anything like that around here? Definitely. Does that ever put you off walking through here? Um, yeah, I'd say so, yeah. And what do you think causes that smell? Well, I've been told that... Um, the word on the street is that there's some problems with really old, old sewer pipes up further that need to be addressed. Uh, well, it stank for quite a few weeks and the water was quite a like a murky grey water uh, up um, at the next bridge up and so I had to call Sydney Water to report that there had been a sewage overflow that seemed to have been going for a number of weeks. Hi there. My name is Viktor Petrovich, and this week a few of you, like the people you just heard, have noticed that when you head down to your local park, especially if it sits near a waterway or a canal, it can sometimes smell a bit like the cattle experience at the Easter show. I live right near the Cooks River, which runs from Botany Bay to Yaguna, and anyone who's ever been within 50 metres of it knows that it has the potential to smell a lot like sewerage. The same thing happens in many parts of Sydney, including Jubilee Park, where I just was. This is Seeking Sydney, where we answer the questions you have about your city. Today, we're going to find out why our parks can sometimes smell like human waste. The short answer, Victor, is I don't know what they're smelling. It could be one of a few things. There is a very good chance that they are smelling sewerage. So, you know, that's wastewater from bathrooms, kitchens, just our, our general wastewater could be leaking. Now, a lot of parks are located near a waterway, and that's a bit of a clue because sewers are laid so that gravity will take the wastewater away from your house. So my first port of call would be it's potentially the sewerage system. This is Dr Ian Wright. He is a senior lecturer in environmental science at Western Sydney University. Dr Wright has spent much of his career working for Sydney Water, assessing human impacts on our creeks and rivers, which includes a lot of research into impacts caused by human waste. Dr. Wright mentioned the fact that sewerage sometimes escapes the system and gets into our line of smell. I wanted to know how this can happen. Well, number one, it could be a sign of uh, a sewer leakage. So, you know, wastewater for some reason has come out of the pipes. So, why is there waste escaping from the system then? Are there problems with the system? There are always problems with the system, Victor, and you know, there's a lot of us living above the ground. The pipes are underground. So we can't always know um, what condition they're in. And there's, there's, a, there's a million things that can go wrong. But one of the biggest in Sydney in particular is tree roots. So tree roots, you know, it's quite dry in Sydney at the moment. So the trees are sending, their, their roots are sent out looking for water and they're looking for nourishment and a sewer pipe offers both. And so our trees often send their roots in, little tiny hairs go in 
and literally they can block up the pipes. They call them a, a, a sewer choke, choked with roots. So that's one of the problems, and again, associated with trees and parks, or it could be stuff that we throw down the sewer. And um, I'm afraid to say a lot of humans use the toilet as a like flushing garbage bin, Victor and throw all kinds of stuff down there that they shouldn't throw. So if something like a tree root does choke the, the sewer and the water comes out, does that mean it's just sort of flowing into the, the soil and the ground? Where does, where does it go then? Yeah, good, good question, Victor. It, it, where does it go? And sewers are generally laid at the lowest point in the landscape. Again, so gravity can take it away from our house. It's not generally something that's powered by electricity. So one of the fail-safe things is if it does... If there is a sewer blockage and sewage does escape, it'll generally flow away from human habitation. And that's often parks, gardens, and the local creek. And again, as a water scientist, someone studies water pollution, and I worked at Sydney Water for many years, it often just goes into the local creek. And first sign might be people walking the dogs, smelling something, you know, having a bit of a walk over, looking in the waterway and noticing that it's gone a really horrible grey colour and it stinks. That's sewage and the authorities should be noticed, notified straight away. The authority that Dr Wright is referring to would be Sydney Water. They manage our sewage system and monitor it in order to make sure that our waste is properly dealt with. I asked Rod Kerr, who is the senior planning lead at Sydney Water, how they sometimes direct wastewater in this manner. Yeah, look, the system has hydraulic relief points on it and the the purpose of those points is to prevent wastewater from backing up and discharging into inhabited areas like our houses and or parks or CBDs, schools, that's all possible. So there's a relief point that's put into the sewer when we build it and if the flow backs up it'll go out to that, out that point and go into a local creek rather than um, discharge out of openings that we've got on the land. So water does sometimes escape into our urban environments. This seems like something that we probably shouldn't have to deal with in 2018. But as Dr. Wright points out, there is good reason for our waterways to bear the brunt on occasion. The sewage system and the way we handle our wastewater is a really, really important foundation of our public health of our cities. And that is to keep contaminated waste as far away from people as possible. So generally... They do plan overflow points, and it's kind of like the fuse in a house. You don't want to lose electricity, but you'd rather burn out a fuse than have an electrical fire in the house. So likewise, we don't want the sewage system to stop, but if it does, we've got these you know, points where it's safer to do so. And I hate to say it, but it's often waterways. It could be the harbour. It could be you know, rivers, creeks, or local drainage lines. But this is obviously not always the case. As you and I would know, it is not every visit that smelly waterways and parks are at their worst. So what does cause these leakages? That is really wet weather. And it's a problem that, that we have, you know, the population of our urban areas and Sydney is getting bigger and bigger. And, you know, the authority Sydney water that, that collect, uh, you know, treat um, and, and discharge treated sewage their system doesn't necessarily cope as well as it should because there's more people using it above the ground. So in wet weather, yes, there can be a lot more uh, sewer discharges and they're often called wet weather sewer overflows. Despite the fact that these are not everyday occurrences, sewage escaping the system is far from ideal, as Rod Kerr explains. 
Well, sewerage, the reason why we're taking it away from our houses is because it can have, um, it's a risk, as a risk to human health and it can contain pathogens that can make people sick if, if you know, if that, um, if that, that waste is ingested. And, um, you know, generally in the case of waterborne activities, you know, you, you have to drink something like around about half a cup of that water. But that can happen incidentally during activity, particularly if you're in rough surf and things like that. So if, although minimal, there are some risks here, what else can we do? People are, we are collectively the eyes and ears of the city. We're the custodians of the city. We're the custodians of the environment. And if we smell or see something, it's far more likely you know, that we've spotted something that the authorities don't know about, that is, you know, the council, the EPA or Sydney Water. So if you, if you smell something or see something, report it. If in doubt, report it. And I keep asking this question. In fact, this morning I spoke to a council officer anticipating this sort of an issue, Victor, and he said we would much rather go out and investigate something and get a false alarm than miss a major problem. And that could be a sewer overflow that, that, that affects, you know, perhaps the grounds of a local school. So report it. Report it to council or report it to the EPA. There's something called the pollution hotline. Report it. You, you, you know, you're the eyes and ears of the city. Well, there you go. Your worst fears have been realised. That smell you thought might have been dog poo or fertiliser was probably sewerage. But it's not the end of the world. As long as we're vigilant and report issues when we smell them, our parks will continue to be safe for us to use. If you encounter what you think may be a sewerage overflow, please call Sydney Water's Wastewater Overflow Line on 132090. This has been Seeking Sydney. If you have a question for us, please get in touch at 2scr.com forward slash Seeking Sydney. See you next time.